This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Moments like these, even a troll won't forget. Dawn was fast approaching, and I climbed into a freshly dug tomb, nestling into the fresh soil, and fell asleep at once. (sighs) There is a space between reality and fantasy, between light and dark, between rational and irrational. In this space, there are stories. This story is called A Brief Love Memoir of a Cemetery Troll. Life and death are most extraordinary. As the night set in, I was up and running around. There was no time to waste as I breakfasted on a fat rat and a couple of beetles. All these emotions had awoken my appetite. I thought of grabbing a nice rat for the young woman, too, but thought better of it. Humans are known for their capricious nature, and I did not want to offend the lovely being. Leaving bats once more to look after the cemetery, I made my way to the woman's home. This time, she left a tiny slit in her window making it very easy for me to slip through, for which I was most grateful. I watched her sleep again, smiling my widest of smiles, and let her touch the furry patch on my chest, happy that she had noticed my best feature. Each night I would wake up and race through the trees to the woman's window, and each time she would leave it slightly ajar for me, Sometimes I would watch her sleep and guard her against whatever evil may find its way in. But sometimes her eyes would flutter. She would stretch and raise her lovely head from the pillow. There was always a smile on her face when she saw me curled up at the foot of her bed. Waiting patiently and watching. It was such a lovely time. Only her cat, Monster refused to welcome me in, and hissed with jealousy each time I would enter. It did not matter, for I could handle an angry cat, and those moments with the woman were fuel for my ancient heart, or whatever was left of it. We spoke of everything under the moon. The woman was really scared of death, but I calmed her the best I could with the stories of the afterworld. Things I was not really supposed to tell a human, but it did not matter, for I figured she will know them herself in no time. With each story, the woman would smile, look up at the sky in wonderment, and yet there was that permanent sadness there that I never really managed to dislodge. As the trees thinned and became barren, another change became apparent to me. The woman started to get lovelier and lovelier each time I visited. 
Each night she was thinner and more pale. Until one night I found her quite resembling the dead. Ah, of course, what is lovely to an ugly troll can be quite frightening to a human creature. I watched her with adoration, and she stared back, now completely unable to move. We still spoke, our conversations growing shorter and shorter each time. It did not matter, for this troll was patient and was very content with simply watching this woman sleep. As I watched her sleep one night, her cheeks sunken and her head now large and heavy, I saw a cold, dark glow within her. Of course, any dark creature knows this glow, can sniff it out, just like any gloomy, cold place that creates it. Oh, it was going to be the woman's time soon. I could tell. And she did not have more than a single day left in her. Certainly that pleased this old troll, and yet I recalled her desperate sadness, her very real fear at the prospect of dying. It made this troll rather sad too. I crawled up to her, as close as I had ever been. The usual heat of a living person was starting to wear off, and I felt the cold settling its roots there. I leaned over her and quietly whispered a secret in her ear. She did not stir, but I know she heard me. Us trolls are expert dream intruders, and that is one reason we must not touch a human while they slept. What I had whispered in her ear was a recipe, a way to become a ghost in her death, if she chose to be one. I don't care much for ghosts, and I find them to be silly creatures. But if she felt less frightened at that, it would be of much help to her. Or so I figured. I looked at her one last time, and satisfied with the memory I was so keen on keeping, I jumped out the window and headed back to the cemetery for the last time. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was tough falling into my old routine, 
me missing my lovely creature and our times together. But just like everything in this world, even those times have to come to an end. I went back to my ways, and was perhaps a little nicer to the ghosts, hoping that one day she may be one. Still, day after day, my life progressed as it always has, and soon I became content with it and accepted that I will never lay eyes on my lovely creature ever again. One night, I was enjoying myself, munching on a nice fat worm that carelessly climbed out of the thin soil. I was laying on a tombstone facing the stars. There was a ghost that passed near me that seemed to stop. That was unusual, for ghosts tend to be impatient creatures and always move about. I looked to the side, but it was gone. Instead, a cat had sprang up and landed on a tombstone next to me. I recognized that menacing gaze right away. It was monster. I turned my head all around, searching for the ghost, my excitement rising, when suddenly there was a soft touch on my fur. I jumped, happy at once, for I recognized that touch. It was no longer warm, but its coldness was as pleasing as a touch could ever be. It was her. It was my lovely darling being standing right in front of me. Yet there was something odd about her ghostly features. She was not as pale as ghosts tend to be, but instead more solid. And her touch was colder than any ghost I had ever encountered. Those differences apart, I was happy she had found me at last. It took many days, but we trolls have as much patience as we have time in this dark world. I showed her around the cemetery, and she was delighted with all the webs and tombstones I revealed to her. Herself being of my world now, she was no longer scared at these things, but instead quite satisfied. We talked and talked, and she grew so happy that soon she was not resembling a ghost at all. Monster kept at our heels, running behind us but still keeping his distance. I was happy to discover that he stopped hissing at me, finally accepting my presence next to his now-departed mistress. I, on my part, no longer wished to eat the cat, but instead protected it like my own. The dawn came, and instead of letting her go back to her tomb, I hid her in a little opening under an old crypt, a spot I found most comfortable. There we lay, the two of us curled up, one twisted around the other, and Monster laying at our feet, keeping watch. So it went with the three of us. Every night we would come out of our hole and go around chasing ghosts. It was then that my lovely darling started to resemble a ghost less and less. She surely did not act like one. As the time went on, and she became lovelier and lovelier in her appearance, it had occurred to me that she had become quite troll-like herself. Of course, us trolls never remember how we came to be. What if? What if? I wondered then. One day, I found her sitting on a tombstone, monster curled by her feet, gnawing at a bone. A bone. It was not known for a ghost to eat anything at all. 
was so hungry. And there was this big mouse in the corner. She looked embarrassed, but I calmed her, smiling the whole time. Don't worry, my darling. And I called her darling now, which she really liked. Perhaps it is true that you yourself are a troll now. I... a troll? <laughs> a laugh escaped her, a lovely, beautiful laugh, still like a little bird. We stared at each other, smiling wide and delighted at this new discovery. So here we are, still at this cemetery, and still chasing silly ghosts together. If you were to ask my darling how long she had been there with me, she would say, at least a thousand years. We trolls have terrible memories, and never know how old we really are. So my darling does not remember our times together when she was a human, and that is probably for the best. Just like it is for the best that I will never recall how I myself came to be a troll. The only thing that she does remember from her mortal time is Monster, whom she loves dearly, and pets carefully with her cold, long claws. We trolls are the most curious creatures. What is memory, really, when one is so delighted to share this dark, cold world together? What does this happy troll have to complain about when a single smile can brighten the darkness that surrounds it? A smile that erupts on my darling's face when I bring her a pretty little gift, like a nice rat or a fresh worm. And it is always the fattest worm. Every time. Thank you for listening to A Brief Love Memoir of a Cemetery Troll, a crawlspace media production of a Pi Rational Story, narrated by Danny Scott. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.